You're listening to Spy Chain Radio. My name is Matt Gunn. And I've got a big crew here today going counterclockwise from my right, because all of you can see this. I've got Jen Sousa, followed by Brittany Brown. And finally, Sue Ostrader. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hello. And happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. And Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and Kwanzaa as well. Whatever it is that you celebrate this time of year, may it be filled with warmth. And we wish you a very happy new year. But today we want to talk about one person in particular, because this is a, you know, the season of giving, of sharing, of warm thoughts and gifts and time with loved ones and family. But there's one guy that works harder than everyone else. I'm talking about the big guy, Santa. Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Now, this is a show about supply chain, so obviously we have to bring it down to our terms a little bit here. Santa's got one heck of a supply chain when you think about it. I mean, it's perfect, right? He's delivering toys and gifts to children all around the world. And love and cheer, Matt. And love and cheer. He knows when you've been bad or good. So be good. For goodness goodness sake. sake. (laughs) There we go. The legend. It's so much bigger than anything else out there. But what does he want? What's on Santa's wish list? We all have wish lists of our own. I've never thought of that. What does Santa want for Christmas? Milk and cookies. Yeah. You know. Right. But he's gotta want more, right? With time he's I gotta would, be I like, would think I, so. I, want, I think he's probably tired of just getting milk and cookies all the time. Yeah. A thank you, maybe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he gives and gives and gives and doesn't ask for much in return. We offer him our cookies, right? But well, what can make Santa's job easier? Good question. So let's boil it down a little bit. Okay. Santa probably works year-round, I'm going to guess. And if not, he has an army of elves filling his little factories, producing to massive demand. How do you make sure that workforce is happy that they're producing? How do you make it more streamlined than it is right now? Well, let's, let's talk about that workforce. You have, you have elves all, all over. The all North over the world. Pole. All they're over the everywhere. world. They started out in the North Pole, and then they're all over the world. How do you make sure they're happy? How do you make sure that their conditions are actually, hmm. you know, ethical and sustainable? How do they also know what they should be making for a year? Like, how do they know what toy is wanted by all of the children? How do they know that? How does Santa mm-hmm. know that? And then how do they produce it in time? There's a lot of Great problems question. here. I mean, seasonal demand is a beast, right? It takes months and months of planning and production to get it to you at the right price or in the right location at the right time, right? So... Are we even talking seasonal demand anymore, though? I Is think it really seasonal? We just so quickly, things change. Amazon has a launch pad on their website. And I look on there and I'm like, wow, I didn't know that I wanted that. But now I do. And Santa, I had better get it because I was a good girl this year. So. Now, can Santa <laughs> see my Amazon wish list? Yes, he can see everything. Okay. Santa knows all. So he knows. So he'll, he'll maybe get, you know, previously when I was younger, I used to write a letter and now, you know, in April, he'll see my wish list and he'll know what's up. Right. That wish list is a living document now. It's not just something you do once a year. Do you think he has elves that tell him trend analysis? Does he have like a group of elves that are like doing analysis and like, okay, based on Amazon, these are the major toys that children are looking for. We don't know exactly who wants them yet, but this is the hot item. That's a great point. Because what's worse than finding out that one it gift of the year? sold out everywhere else. There's only one guy left who can deliver, right? Yep. So that ability to do the analytics, to know the data, and to really get down to the individual level is 
something I would think would make a huge difference for Mr. Claus. So Santa and his elves, they are not just making products, right? They're analyzing what's going on. And that's important, obviously, right? They need to know what the trends are. But a trend is only a trend. And it is important for Santa to know when it changes from a trend to a demand, right? To a signal that, yes, this is what kids want, but this is what Jimmy from Boston, you know, in a particular location, this is exactly what he wants. And he said that's on his list. That is when I think Santa has to like put it into full gear and tell the elves, make this for Jimmy. That's a great point. Location really matters anymore in the supply chain, right? If you do have the right product, but it's halfway around the world. How much more energy and how much more cost is associated now with getting that to someone, especially if you're trying to get it into a very narrow delivery window? Well, Santa's got a tough job, right? Because on the one hand, looking at the trends, he knows that he needs to produce a lot of this one specific toy that's going to be really popular. But then he also needs to be able to fulfill that one obscure thing that, you know, Jimmy or Daphne wants, right? It's and, Stephanie Daph. It's Daphne. And, She's and so, a hipster. And so he needs to be able to do both, right? He needs to be able to mass produce, but also mass customize. So what could help Santa do that? Uh, that's a good point. He's got to look at scale, right? He's got to find where he can scale. If we look at this from the perspective of a shoe, I don't like to run very much, so I'll take whatever shoe that Santa wants to give me. But Jen loves to run and she's very specific about her shoes. She wants them always pink. Always. And a particular color pink. Hot pink. Hot pink. So Santa's got to be able to scale the rubber products, the, the things that have to go in the shoe and don't necessarily need to be any specific color or can be done in, in a blanket white or a blanket black, whatever. So he's got to be able to scale those basic parts, but then customize those unique objects that are going to be just killer for Jen. When she opens that, she's going to be so happy. He's got to find those differences, pinpoint them, and then create a supply chain or an assembly line even that will do that and accommodate accordingly. But yeah, Jen, how important is it to you to get the right product? Say that shoe was the wrong color pink. What if it wasn't pink at all? How would you feel Christmas morning when you got it? Would you say I would be so sad. Right. I would be so disappointed that Santa didn't get the gift right. It's been on my wish list. It's been on my Amazon list. It's been on my handwritten list, on my iPhone list. It's been everywhere for months, and I've shared it with everybody. And if I know anything about Jen... She's returning that product, and not only that, she's returning it, and she's calling and leaving a nasty note. Right. Probably so. <laughs> Santa does not like nasty notes. He does no. not. He's got then a stressful you get on the naughty list, and you have to restart all over again. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Okay, so Santa knows a lot about his customers, right? The boys and girls of the world. He understands his supply chain pretty well, how to does make he? things. Well. Let's go into that a little bit. When it comes to execution and, and down to the warehouse level, does he still pack that whole sleigh and burden his reindeer for one night? Or is he working in a more distributed model to find the right warehouses and locations, to get the right assortment of products in the right place, and to know exactly where items are anywhere on that shelf so he can deliver them efficiently and quickly? I'm sure that you know one night to deliver gifts all around the world, he can do it. But it's probably stressful. It's got to be. So I would think he would want to do that a little bit, you know, better 
in a little bit of an easier way, less so, stressful. So in order a tool to on the reindeer too. Oh, the reindeer, the poor right. That's Rudolph. a heavy load. The you know kids ask for more each year. But in order to do that, you can't just start at the warehouse. That's not good enough, right? Santa needs to be more insightful and more forward-looking than that. Just looking at the warehouse and saying, okay, I have enough products for XYZ. That's what he does on the 23rd or the 24th. Santa's job is year-round, so he needs to be able to say in July, am I producing enough products to meet the demand that I'm expecting to have. So he's looking far beyond just what's in the warehouse. He's looking at what's in production. What are my elves making? And on top of that, he loves his elves, right? His elves are his kin, children, basically. He wants to have a good relationship with them. How does he get them to make the right product in a timely manner and still have a good relationship, right? And still be able to share his cookies with them. That's the question. Well, I think one of the things also is that, I mean, how I would be sort of disappointed if I found out suddenly that there was a scandal at one of the elf factories and that they were in, you know, you had these elves kind of slaving away in terrible conditions too, right? So I think that's something that Santa has to be aware of now. And so that's another consideration that I think more and more boys and girls are going to care about the elves, you know? And so Santa needs to make sure that, Whatever gifts he's giving people, they're made, you know, fairly to the elves and ethically and everything like that. So how does Santa accomplish all of these things? Suhas's point is is right on. Amazon and Walmart and Target, you know, they might be the biggest retailers, but Santa has a much bigger job. His customer base is is much larger, but also his supply base, right? Who's making his product is massive and he cares just as much about them. So not only is he looking at how do I make my customers happy, the children of the world, but how do I make sure that my elves are happy? Because if my elves are happy, they're going to help make my customers happy. And he's looking at all of that all of the time. So I feel for him. So his milk has probably spiked. <laughs> just <laughs> a theory. That may be. And certainly once you hit December 26th, you got to get a little break in there. So that in mind, we're looking at understanding demand and trend analysis. We're looking at your workforce, making sure that the factory and worker conditions are all upheld to a standard. And when you are Santa, it's a pretty big standard. Then they need funding for that. Then you need to make sure that the lights stay on in the factory and it has enough money to keep going, right? right exactly. And everywhere in the world, the conditions are going to be a little bit different. In my mind, how I'm thinking about this is Santa must have like an IoT strategy, like an Internet of Things strategy. And like his elves and their production are sensed, right? So they have sensors. That must be the easiest way for him to know exactly what's being produced. That makes sense. I think that he would certainly, even if he doesn't have it yet, I think he would want that. Yes. And then on the other side, he must want the same with his customers, right? Like, yes, this is the trend, but Sally added this to her cart so that sent that sensor now gives him a demand so now he's if i'm santa Mm -hmm. that's what i'm wishing for for christmas is an internet of things strategy so he doesn't have to wait for that next letter to come in he'll know instantly right exactly now if you're getting to that you have to be able to work across multiple disparate platforms 
Amazon wish list are not the same thing as tweeting about your favorite product or, or Pinterest. Putting it on Pinterest, right? Those Pinterest lists and boards are much different. And people place things in different places because we compartmentalize, we sort things differently, we have different audiences. But the one audience that does matter at the end of the day, especially when you're asking for gifts, would be that one. And so to be able to parse all that data and do it efficiently, I think would be another area that you could probably always strengthen a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. So he's looking for an Internet of Things strategy. And within that, right, he wants to be able to analyze the data coming in as quickly as possible and as effectively as possible, which is to say, I've turned this data into information that I can now make very actionable. It's interesting because we're talking about Santa doing these things, but really the ideal thing is that the information gets to whoever it needs to, right? So the elves should be able to know that Sally updated her list right away right. so they can prepare. You need a single version of the truth, I think is what you're saying. One more thing Santa wants. So yes, he wants his elves to have this information, this IoT information, all of this data, um, actionable information. Santa wants to know at a big level what is going on, right? He wants to see all of that elf production, all of that demand, all of the demand signals. He wants to see all of that in one place. And I bet he wants it to look really pretty and make a lot of sense to him. And he can wake up in the morning after having his milk hangover and say, this is where I have issues. This is where I have concerns. These elves are not performing like I, I need them to, or these elves performed and they gave me more product, so now maybe I can move this to a different location. Mm, so right now we're looking at internet-connected dashboards and maybe even a control tower type of perspective Aggregated so you can data. look Aggregated. across at the whole quickly and efficiently to make sure that everything is meeting those standards and, and that the work in progress is getting done. One other thing I think that that level of visibility would, would afford him, I think that Santa probably has his routes optimized really well. I mean, anyone who can deliver to the world in one night it's good at what they do. But no one can predict the weather. How do you avoid those unforeseen disruptions? I don't even know that Santa can answer those questions. But I'm wondering if that's something that even he would like to solve. Yeah, I think when he's out in the sleigh and, and they're relying only on Rudolph to light your way, it's a lot of risk. It's a lot of risk, right? But, but Rudolph's capable, right? He is. Like, he's the most capable which is why he's been promoted so many times. So you want to give Rudolph, empower him, right? Rudolph knows what he's doing, empower him, but also have some, some oversight. Santa wants to be able to know, you know, this is most likely what Rudolph's going to do, and I have a sense for what he's going to do. But Rudolph, he's the one, it's his muscles, he's flying or something, and I trust him to do that. I know that I couldn't do what Rudolph does. I'm going to allow Rudolph to do his job and I have that oversight and I'm happy. I think that's like ideally you empower your people, you empower your reindeer. If Rudolph had a sense that there was going to be a snowstorm that he was going to fly straight into, he would know the better route automatically. But having that information a little bit earlier would be great for him. I'm sure he would appreciate that. Right. And for Santa to know that too would be obviously very helpful. Right. To He's expect. got a lot on his mind at any given time, I think. And so a little more data to help prepare him and, and provide that necessary information at the right time makes a massive difference. Santa's starting to sound like a robot. He kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, none of us wants to get a lump of coal. But let's go around the room really quickly. If you're Santa, what's the number one thing that you would look for 
Jen? Sounds like I'd be looking for supply chain visibility if I was Santa. So if I was Santa, I guess, you know, I would want a, a happy workforce and I would want to have a good relationship with my elves and my reindeer. That relationship is what would be my number one request. Suhas? I would want early warning. I want warnings if Maxine changes her mind about what she wants for Christmas. I would want early warnings about whether there's a snowstorm coming. I want to know as quickly as possible. All right. Matt, Matt Santa, what do you want? For me, if I was in Santa's shoes, I think I would want to have good assurance of supply. Ultimately, having visibility and control over supply inbound and on its way to the customer in order to help reduce risk, buffer inventory, and just be able to plan accordingly and respond to change. All right. We had a fun episode. Thanks for listening to Supply Chain Radio. This has been our look at Santa's supply chain. For more episodes, find us on iTunes or your favorite podcast network. And if you have any tips, news, or would like to share any things on your wish list, feel free to email us at scr.podcast at infor.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>